Hi, AJ here with Top Employers, and I want to kind of give an overall perspective on the World of Work Trends Report 2022 that Top Employers put out, I believe, a couple days ago here. Now, for those that don't know, I actually need to make an official announcement. Uh, I've done it in a couple different ways, I think via LinkedIn. I may have alluded to it via certain uh, certain podcast episodes, but I'm proud to announce that um, I have joined the Top Employers Institute team. Um, I will be helping from a partnership perspective, from a sales perspective, from a um, standing up the uh, the North America region perspective. Uh, I'm going to be helping drive home the importance of HR best practices inside of organizations, making sure that companies realize the importance of having those best practices operationally baked into the company. Um, and I believe in that the most. And I think what I'm looking forward to is helping organizations do two things, either raise their hand and say, we have these best practices in place. We're doing these best practices. We're living our truth through and with these best practices. And we deserve uh, for the world to know about that. We deserve for our applicants to know about that. We deserve for our current employees to know about that. We deserve it from an employee branding perspective. We deserve it from a potentially even a marketing and sales perspective. Like I think what we're realizing is that having having a company that is doing the right thing on behalf of the employees and frankly just doing the right thing period from an HR perspective or an employee experience perspective um from just like a from just a experience perspective can really drive home the bottom line can really drive sales can really drive impact right i think what a lot of organizations fail to realize and and understand is that coffee dinner table lunch you know friday night happy hour conversations around hey how you been what what are you working on what company are you at those things still exist even in a 2023 world, as, as, much we are, as much as we are in a digital world, as much as we are in a world where people are maybe potentially not seeing each other in person as much, trust me, those things still exist. The colleagues that haven't seen each other in six months due to family obligations and kids and busy schedules finally getting together for that brunch or that lunch, they're still checking up on each other. They're still saying, hey, how are you doing at your job? Oh, my job's miserable. Well, how have you been doing? Well, I'm at Top Employers Institute. And this is how we do our culture here. And this is how we do this and that. Or, oh, I'm at Google. Oh, I'm at Amazon. Oh, I'm at DHL. What, whatever it's going to be. Um, there are still people that meet up in person and talk about their experiences at work. And those experiences at work can drive those people that they're talking to to apply for open roles. Those experiences and that overall macro awareness can drive people to buy more of their product because now it's brand recognition. Now it's maybe the ninth time that they thought about the brand in different ways. Um, there's a lot there. And so I think I think at the end of the day, um, for for everyone involved to, to kind of get their head wrapped around the importance of that is Doing the right thing operationally not only drives a bigger bottom line, not only drives more revenue, not only can drive more sales, not only can drive more awareness, not only can drive um, better talent to your organization, but it's the right thing to do. So 
I'll get off my high horse here. And and actually, I'm getting a call from a, a colleague. Let me put a pause to this episode. I'm going to come right back and I'm going to give you my overall breakdown of the World of Work Trends Report of 2022. little break in the episode today. Sorry about that. Had to check our personal business call here. Let's hop back into the episode. All right, I'm back. So let's hop into these trends quickly here. So the very first trend is unleash the power of the involved employee. Now, employees need to be involved in a couple of different areas of the business. Employees can be involved and should be involved in organizational change. I've talked about this at scale and I'll continue to do so. If you are going to change anything, change process, change product, change roadmaps, change focus, change initiatives, change um, whatever you're going to change, you should bring in those that are actually going to be carrying out and implementing the change and getting their feedback, getting their perspective, making sure the points of views they have around the change, the points of view around how to attack the change are heard and recognized. You have to do that for one simple reason and one simple reason only. If they're more engaged, if they feel more fulfilled and happy and heard and understood, I guarantee the outcome of their implementation of that change will dramatically increase. Very simple. The second thing is you want to involve employees around talent attraction. I've talked about this again at scale. When employees are involved in a talent attraction phase, it's one actually subtle way to do that. Treat them really, really well. Make sure every single piece of the employee experience is built contextually around them. And so when they're having, again, their coffee chats, their their happy hour chats, when they're bumping into uh, former colleagues that they haven't seen in six years, hanging out with family, they'll speak about the organization at a very, very high level. That will inevitably create a macro passive attraction of talent perspective and moment, that will be really good for the brand that I think a lot of organizations are not taking seriously. I think the last one here is involve employees around the DEI movement as well as sustainability movement. Let's focus on the DEI movement for a second. If you are very clear and understood around what diversity means for the employee and really at an individual level, you putting your leaders of teams of eight in charge to understand how each and every person wants to wants to experience work, experience their role, experience this department and experience the organization in a very different and diverse way. If you can look at all that data and again, have your managers of a team of eight go in and have those one on one conversations, take all that data, take all that insight and look across all the teams that you have. Let's say you have 25 teams of eight inside of a larger company <clears throat> and then you're looking at all that data. Analyze the trends, understand the trends, because the trends and the data and the insight around what to do from a DEI perspective will be driven from your employees and not driven from the market, will be driven from your employees and not driven from what you heard about the other brand, will be driven from your employees and not driven from best practices that maybe some of your leaders did at a different company that was at a different scale, that that, that was at a different size, that had different complexities, that had different people. If you're going to do something from a DEI perspective, you want to do it. You want to do it from the lens that's really going to be contextually fitting for your people today. 
So just to wrap that up, trend number one is unleashing the power of your involved employee and getting your employee involved in DE&I, getting them involved in sustainability and well-being, getting them involved in the talent, the talent attraction process and employee branding process, and then getting them involved in organizational change. Trend number two, people agility through digital ability. This is something that's huge. The employee experience, digital, the, the employee experience, looking at the tech that can be involved in that, and obviously the, the candidate digital experience. Anyone that's been listening to this podcast, you know I believe in this a lot. There's a lot that can be done around HR tech. I, I think I had a podcast maybe 20 or 30 episodes ago where I said in 2023, the HR tech stack And the companies that have the best HR tech stack is actually going to be the companies that dominate over the next 10 years. HR tech stacks, I mean, they're they're the the lifeline of your company. Companies that have the best ATS, companies that have the best HRS, companies that have the best data to be able to read and understand and um, manage uh, internal behaviors and skill sets and L&D, employer branding, uh, talent acquisition. Recruit. I mean, the the companies that have the best tech stack in those areas that really can impact someone's overall day to day from a workflow and experience perspective, and someone's candidate experience coming into the organization. Those that can do that, those companies that can make that happen, is incredibly, 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 incredibly amazing and important and 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 impactful. And those companies that are not focusing on that tech stack, I think are going to lose in a 10-year window. And so I would have to agree. A trend here in 2022, 2023, moving for the next frankly 10 years, you want to make sure that's in place. You want to make sure that um things are built in a way that is the most progressive, the most nuanced, the most detailed, and the most impactful to give you the data that you need that so that you can trend that data out and make really thoughtful decisions. The last trend here, taming the wild west of work. And they put a little few, uh, put a little uh, subtitles here. So they have working from home, getting the balance right, um, growth of the uh, networked organization, potential fit pitfalls, trust and transparency in a remote world. I'll lock it on the remote work, the remote working and work from home structure here. I'll keep it very simple. You have to trust your people and companies that are that hire companies that do two things on this companies that hire leaders that naturally trust that naturally give that set up really good communication and trust structures in the beginning of a employee to manage a relationship, right? The, the, the leaders that do that best in the first two to three weeks of getting to know their employees and their teams, I think will bode well and have success long-term, right? I think my, my manager here at, at Top Employers does an amazing job. I think there are so many other managers that I've had in my life, and I would like to think myself as a leader and a manager, I've done that. You have to, if I have to get tangible and, 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 and really, um, really detailed with this tip, if you are a manager, and you have a team, I believe in the first three to six weeks, understanding how they work, understanding how they want to be communicated to, understanding their workflow desires, understanding um, how involved they want to be from a decision-making perspective, just understanding everything about the way that they will experience and run their day-to-day, and, and, and understanding their strengths and their weaknesses, so when you are putting objective tasks and, 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 and moments in, in their, in their, 
in their purview, in their focus, and making sure it's done in a way that you know they can excel at those variables, you know they can crush and dominate those variables, and you can blindly trust them to a certain degree, it's going to be the best idea. And that's how you can build a lot of trust in the beginning stages. Now, the transparency and clarity part comes from also setting up those structures, setting up those one-on-ones, setting up those internal communication systems and processes that can have everyone inside the company and you directly with your employee on the same page. So making all decisions uh, visible, you as a leader showing and being very transparent around how you're coming to decisions, what process and information that you go through when making decisions that may impact that employee. So trust and transparency Definitely in a remote world, it's going to be a trend, and I think it's going to be a staple of of organizations for the next probably fifty to one hundred years. I, I just I just don't see the country, the world going backwards. I think we're always going to be in a hybrid world. I think we're always going to be in a remote world, and I think that's just something that is going to be in place moving forward. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is working home uh, and getting the balance right. I think the companies that are going to do this best are the companies that really figure out the nice balance that works for the team members. So I think not only having a policy and a standard at the org wide, but I've seen companies department wide set up their own policies, set up their own structures, set up their own systems, set up their own expectations where I've seen product and marketing teams go into the office one day a week. I've seen I've seen um, I've seen sales teams and partnerships teams going to the office three days a week. I've seen um, HR teams going to the office one week, full full five days off two weeks. Go. I, I, the point that I'm making is the leadership and the employees within that team should have the right to make the decision that's best for them, based off of the moments in each individual employee's life, based off of the deliverables on the that are on the on the plate of the team at the moment based off of the focus of the team, based off of the deliverables of the of, of the team. Um, there's many different factors around making sure the remote structure is built in a way that behooves the inevitable outcomes of the team that the manager wants, that the organization wants, but is also in a way that is contextually beneficial of each and every employee that lives inside of that company. You want them to remain engaged. You want them to have the flexibility they need, but you also want them to be on task and get things done. And I think companies that find a way to get that balance right are obviously going to win over the next 10 years. So I just wanted to give my macro point of view on the World of Work Trends Report here at Top Employers Institute. Um, My name is AJ. I'm excited to be a part of this company. I'm excited to be able to bring value and perspective. And um, you'll be hearing a lot more from me soon regarding top employers, regarding my perspectives on these trends. And um, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Oh, and as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. Yeah, we'll talk soon.